Welcome to the Trap Shooters United podcast. I am your host and owner, Joe Brumfield. I created this to help share, showcase, and support this amazing sport by talking to shooters, vendors, parents, and companies. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Trap Shooters United or like us on Facebook. Welcome to episode 10 of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Joining me today are two shooters. One is a five-time ATA All-American and the 2021 Grand American World High Overall Champion. The other is a four-time ATA All-American, the 2023 Junior Team Captain, and member of the Doan University Shotgun Team, Jack Canales and Mitchell Pearson. Welcome to the show. Thanks Thank for having you. Absolutely. Uh, congrats to you both on another fantastic shooting year. Jack, you finished third on the Junior Gold First Team. Can you provide a recap of this past year? Uh, this past year started out a little shaky. I started out in Florida. Um, I think, I don't know, I was just getting back to the swing of things. But as the summer started to progress, it, it got back to where it should be. And uh, I hit pretty much my normal shoots. Uh, I went to Oklahoma, Kansas, um, Minnesota, and uh, the Southern in Florida, and then both of the weeks of the Grand. And then I went, I finished the year um, for the weekend at the Harlan Grand. Um, this year, my singles average went up, my doubles average went up, but my handicap average went down. So overall, it was a pretty consistent and solid year. Awesome. Now, Mitchell, you made captain of the junior team this year. Can you kind of give us a recap of yours? Uh, yeah, it was a great year. Um, the beginning of the season at the Autumn Grand, I completed my Grand Slam with the 200 singles and uh, in the singles championship, and I ended up winning the shoot-off. And uh, since then, it's been a pretty good year. A little shaky at the end. Uh, singles I was struggling on, but else than that, I – did great on handicaps, had a great grand. So your 200 singles was the last one you needed for your grand slam. Is that what you just said? Yep. I did my entire grand slam backwards. That's usually uh, like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, started off with the hundred from the fence at Vernal, Utah at the Western grand last year. Got the hardest one out of the way. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then I uh, did the doubles after that. Jack, do you have your grand slam yet? <laughs> no, I do not. I, uh, I have uh, 12 200s, and I don't know what it is for doubles. Um, and then I have seven 99s from the fence. Oh, my gosh. I have 100 from the 27-yard line. How, how far have you made it on, on those 99s? Was it like last post? Uh, no, I've never, I've never missed last post. I've missed last box uh, four times. Um, I, I did it tw- – I did it twice this past year. I missed last box once at the grand and once at Minnesota, Minnesota. I don't know. I think where did I miss Mitchell? 84 or 86 or something like that. Somewhere around that. It was early, earlier into the last box. Yeah. And at the grand, I missed on the second target out of the first of the last box. So, wow. And other times before that, I have no clue. (laughs) You'll get it this year. Uh, Mitchell, this is your first year with Doan. How's your year going so far? Uh, it's going great. I just got back from a shoot uh, Grand Island, Nebraska. And that was my third shoot of the year so far. And I'm really enjoying it. Great team. And uh, I like learning the new aspects of sporting clays and skeet. Uh, has Peyton taken you under her wing to show you the ropes? <laughs> 
She has. She's she's helped out a lot. She's been a great influence for the team. How how's Ricky as a coach? Oh, he's a pretty good coach. He's very he may he's mainly a trap shooter, but he is also great at sporting clays and skied and I think he's one of the best coaches we could ask for. What's the what's the hardest discipline so far for you as far as far as learning? It's been the roughest learning sporting clays, a lot more leads and just seeing where the target is. If that makes any sense, like the distance and how fast it's going. Sure. But else than that, the skeet's gone pretty well, and I picked that up a bit. Jack, I've seen you. You've been doing quite a bit of hunting. How's that been going for you? Uh, It's been going pretty well. We hunt um, typically around like four days a week right now. So so once the fall hits, uh, my my collar is put away uh, pretty religiously, and uh, a Benelli is taken out. I don't... uh, I don't shoot at all in the fall, but it's been going great so far. What, what are you What are you hunting? Uh, we hunt ducks and geese. So you and, put away the Kohler and then um, start hunting. How long do you hunt for all through the winter? Or? Yeah, uh, tell about um, typically the end of January. Um, so we hunt for we hunt for quite a while. Gotcha. Now, how did you get started trap shooting, Jack? Uh, I started when I was six years old. Um, with a 20 gauge Mossberg pump. My dad brought me out to our local gun range, um, just to pretty much practice for hunting. And, uh, I I just took a liking to it when I was, when I was eight, I switched to a Benelli semi-automatic and I broke my first 25 and 50 that year with it. And then, uh, when I was when I was ten, somebody told us that I should go up to the Minnesota State Shoot Youth Day and just see how it goes. And I shot that, and then I came back for the singles championship that following Saturday. And in the novice category, I broke a I broke a one ninety one or one ninety four. I can't remember, and ended up winning the novice there. And the rest is pretty much history. Um, just fell in love with it, fell in love with the ATA, and from then on started traveling and stuff. And you were 10 when you when you broke the 191, you said? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. That I was 10 when I joined the ATA. That was 2013. Gotcha. Uh, Mitchell, how about you? Um, when I was younger, I couldn't really find any sports I'd like, and when my dad was younger, he had shot trap with his grandpa a little bit, and so he decided to introduce me to that, and I joined my middle school club, and that's when one of the coach's daughter recommended I start shooting ATA. So I picked that up. And ever since I've loved it and it's taken off. My shooting career has taken off. Uh, Jack, what was your gun progression? Uh, I went from a 20 gauge um, Mossberg to a 12 gauge Benelli. And then I ended up going when I was 10 or 11. I got a Parazi MX-8 special. Um and I, I used that gun up until I was 16 or 17 when I got my Kohler. Um, so I haven't had a lot of guns, really. I just I stuck with the Prozzi for a long time and then switched to the Kohler at the Kansas State shoot of 2020, I believe. Okay, so a couple of years now. What made you choose the Kohler? Well, um, my gun broke. And um, my gun broke on... Friday night of the Kansas State shoot of that year, and I needed a gun. So I went up to 
a good friend of mine, Michael Gooch, and said, uh, I need to shoot tomorrow in the singles championship. And I, I just need to borrow a gun. My stock completely cracked on it and it need, I mean, there was no fixing it there. So he handed me this Kohler and said, go use it. And I shot one practice round of singles with it and went out to the event and broke the front hundred with it, just picking it up. And yeah, I, uh, I don't, I'd say it's a keeper. Yeah. And after that, (laughs) we just told him we traded in the Prozzi and he sent it out to us. So that's awesome. Yeah. If you, if you pick up a gun and go run a hundred with it, I think it's, I think it's a pretty good gun to keep. What's your, um, what's your chokes and point of impact setup? Um, currently I just shoot the Kohler factory, 750 bore chokes. Uh, I use the heavier set barrels. I mean, they have two types. They have the 740 and they have the 750 bore. I use the 750 bore. And, uh, for singles, I shoot a 20, which is considered a modified for handicap. I shoot a 35 thousandths and doubles. I shoot a, um, a 15 thousandths for my first shot. And then I shoot a 30 thousandths, which is like a light full for my second shot. And my over and under barrels both shoot a hundred percent high. And then my, uh, Single barrel shoots ninety ten. Gotcha. So uh, what kind of ammo are you shooting? Uh, well, I, I typically shoot Winchester double A's, and uh, so that's that's what I'm planning on sticking with, unless something changes within the next how long. So, cool, Mitchell. How about you? Gun progressions. Uh, I started off with a Remington Versamax. That was my first ever gun. Uh, I started with that. And then at the state shoot, we bought a, our high school state shoot, uh, we bought a Browning Satori Special Sporting Clays. And I shot that for about six months before finding the 725 Combo, which was one of my favorite guns of all time. It was great for the price, and I shot many good scores with that. But I wanted to pick my game up to the next level, um, reliability and all of that. So... I bought a K80, and I've loved that. Broke my 200 singles for my Grand Slam with it. And, yeah. And what's your what's your chokes in point of, in, point of impact? So my gun shoots about 80-20 or 90-10. I don't. I've never patterned it before, so I don't actually know. But it shoots where I look. I shoot an improved mod for singles and doubles. I use a mod improved mod, which I find great for doubles. And then handicaps, I use a full choke. Gotcha. Now, do either of you have any superstitions? Like you have to wear your lucky shoes or anything like that? Uh, red on Sunday. If you don't red wear on red Sunday. on Sunday, you're not shooting on the squad. Doing it's the Tiger Woods. Sunday. Doing the Tiger Woods day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I always do that. And normally our squad will always throw on some red for Sunday. Um, I guess I don't really, don't really have any other ones. Do you, Mitchell? Uh, I do. Uh, red on Sundays, of course. And then also, I, whenever I'm shooting, well, when I'm shooting my Fiokis, I put Fiokie at the top of the, I clock it upwards towards the, so Fiokie is like level if that, uh, that doesn't when you, make when sense. When you put it in, when you put the shell in your gun, is I that what you're Fiocchi talking about? at the top. Yeah, when I put it in the gun, I put Fiokie at the top. Okay. Now, now, um, 
Shelby counts the empty holes on the ground. Do you count the holes when you're wait- when you're waiting to shoot? No, I actually don't. That's a uh, more of a Shelby thing, I think. <laughs> uh, favorite place to shoot, Mitchell? I love Vernal Rod and Gun Club. It's in Vernal, Utah, and I broke my first ever hunter straight. Got my first ever punch and uh, broke my handicaps there. And I love the place. Sean Holly, he runs a great shoot there, and t- most amazing targets you can shoot there. What about you, Jack? Uh, I love the Kansas State shoot uh, in Sedgwick. That's my favorite place to shoot. I think Rob throws some really great targets. And the whole background is completely level. There is no mix-ups in it. So it don't matter if you're on the complete east or west end. It's all the same. So that's my favorite place. And I've always done considerably well there. So, and What's your favorite shooting achievement, Jack? Uh, my favorite shooting achievement would be the world championship in 2021, the high overall. Now, how was that going into it? Obviously, you got to shoot phenomenal throughout the entire week. Were, were you checking the the um, the rankings prior to like the last couple of days or did you just kind of not want to pay attention to it? Well, see, I started off the week not not very good. Um, so like. Monday starts the high overall at the Grand for the Grand Week, and it starts off with 200 singles, the Winchester class singles. And I I came out swinging with the 197, um, and uh, the next day I followed up with a 99 in handicap and 100 in doubles. But I still kind of thought with my three misses on that Monday, I, I didn't really even think about it. And then on Wednesday... I followed up with another 99 in handicap. So then Wednesday night, uh, I found out I was leading it. And so then I then I looked at it. Um, I just kind of wanted to see where, where I all was. And then on Thursday, I broke the 200 singles in the clay target, so I knew nothing had changed. Um, Friday, I broke the 100 doubles in the doubles championship. And then a 97 in the handicap that Friday. And then going into Saturday, I looked Friday night and I knew I had a three target lead. So I kind of walked into Saturday thinking, well, as long as you don't miss more than three, I think you're going to be fine. But then I ended up missing six. I had a 94 and, uh, it was the, probably the most stressful two hours of my entire life <laughs> waiting, waiting to see, how, I mean, how it was just going to shake down. I probably was on my phone the whole time. I never probably left it. So, Now, how many How many did you end up winning by? One. Whoa, wow. Who was, <laughs> who was second? Uh, Keith Ditto, who is a great friend of mine. So yeah. it, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, what about you, Mitchell? Uh, my favorite shooting accomplishment is the junior captain this year. Um, I worked my butt off for it traveled a whole bunch and at the end it got really tight between me and a good friend Cole Henning but I came out 80 points ahead I believe it was but I worked hard for that it's a it's been a dream of mine since I first started shooting to captain a team and uh it's great now was it was this your first year on the junior team or second this is actually my third time on the junior team I made second team my first year about two years ago three years ago and then I made first team last year in third place. Uh, Jack was actually in front of me in second. 
and then I captain this year. Now, this year, will you this coming year? Are you going to be junior gold or still in junior? I'll be in junior gold this year. This stepping up, upcoming stepping season. up with the big boys now. Yep, it's going to be a it's going to be a big change. Now, Jack, are you still going to be in junior gold this year? Ah, uh, yeah, yep, I am. Um, I I was pondering leaving and going to the open category, but I figured. Uh, I figured I have my whole life for it, so I might as well shoot yep. junior gold while I still can. Junior gold's tough. You got you, you got Dagan, you got Ian Lawrence. Like I don't, I don't know if any of those other two are going to open, but junior gold's tough. Uh, I don't know about Dagan. I can't speak for him because, but I know Ian is staying in junior gold. Yeah, you might as well. I heard Dagan might be going to open. We'll see. The rumor has started. Uh, Mitchell, who is on your trap shooting Mount Rushmore? As in, like, my favorite shooters of all time? Yep, four. You had to pick four. Pick four. Okay. Well, I always want to start off with the legend, Leo Harrison. I would put him. He's one of the – he is the best shooter of all time. And then, honestly, I'll have to put my coach. (laughs) Great shooter. (laughs) He's he's helped me out a lot. He's been awesome to me, but – and then also I would put, let's see, this is a tough one. You know, I've always looked up to Dagan Voitman. He first one to ever break the grant, the grant, uh, the four by four at the grand and just his demeanor aspires me. He's always, uh, very calm and collected and never angry at the line when he misses or anything like that. And then, uh, third one's tough. I mean, fourth one's tough. Um, there's a Nebraska shooter that, has been a legend here for years, Frank Coffey, uh, just because he's from local area. And uh, I he's had a lot of trap shooting accomplishments. I would like to put him as fourth probably. Cool. What about you, Jack? Uh, I'll start off the same as Mitchell, definitely Leo. Um, second for me is uh, pretty much one of my idols from when I was little, uh, Pat Lamont. Um him and I have shot together for quite a few years, and uh, I always grew up admiring him shooting. Um, third, I'd, I'd, I'd put Harlan down. Um, I think that is very well-deserved. And for a fourth place, I'll make Mitchell happy. I'll throw down Ricky. I think he's a <laughs> solid fourth place on there. Definitely. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Jack, what's your best advice for someone shooting singles and handicap? Um, in singles, it's really important not to overthink it. And it, it's really easy when you're standing up there to, to kind of get lost in the motions of singles. I mean, because people consider them easy. But if you can just stand up there and keep yourself relatively calm but still try to focus and not overthink everything it's going to go well for you um but it's really easy to get lazy and think that oh yeah you know that that you're going to break this hundred you know and then let one slip by you know so i mean don't overrule it but but it's it's really important just to keep yourself focused, not drift off and not overthink, you know, the motions of it. In handicap, I would definitely have to say um, it's important to, to stay aggressive. 
um, especially from the 27 yard line. It, it's a whole different ball game, you know, and uh, the targets are obviously going to look a lot smaller and it can be really easy or it can be real easy to, um, to get uh, kind of scared of the target and not as aggressive and assertive as you should be. And to continually break good handicap scores, you need to keep yourself aggressive, keep your gun moving fast, you know, press hard to your targets and make sure you get there in time, you know, get something along those lines. Awesome. Mitchell, what about you? Best advice for doubles? Doubles is definitely starting with your foundation. Uh, If you have a good wide stance, you'll be able to move to that second target after you shoot your first a lot easier. And uh, a lot of shooters that after you shoot that first target, I always stand by swooping under to that second target. Instead of going straight across that second target, going underneath and getting in front and below that target helps a lot. Uh, last question for you guys. Uh, Mitchell, you can go first. Tell us about your sponsors. My only sponsor, Fioki Ammunition, has been a great sponsor. They provide amazing shells, top-of-the-line shells, and they've treated me excellent, and I really thank them for helping me with my shooting journey this summer. You, Jack? Uh, Kohler has been, has been really great to me. Uh, they have, uh, you know... A big part of their uh, a big part of their whole team color is they honestly treat you like like a family would. You know, at the grand at the grand, there's a team cola, a big team color dinner, and uh, they really do a lot of a lot for us and supporting us. I mean, you send them something, they'll automatically post it. I mean, they have been they have been really great. All right, thank you, Jack and Mitchell, for joining us today. Also, big shout out to AJ Supplies. For supporting the show, reach out to AJ Supplies for all your ammo or reloading needs by calling 419-583-7133 or messaging them on Facebook. That's a wrap on this episode of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Thank you all for listening so much. Your support is greatly appreciated. See you all out on the trap line.